With that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenny Ballou of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Ballou and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. I thank the Lord for this open door that our Lord gives us day after day to come to the radio microphone and then meet with you there at your place of listening and study the Word of God together. I'm glad you're listening. I'm thankful that you take the time out to join in with us. And I hope if you're listening today as a first-time listener, you'll make the Harvest Time broadcast a daily part of your schedule. We're on the station that you're listening to now, five days a week, Monday through Friday, at this same time. And we are grateful for the new stations God's allowed us to add in the last few weeks. And I appreciate all the new listeners that we have. And I trust we can be a blessing and a help to you through the study of the Word of God. We will continue our study that I began last week on so great a salvation. And as I looked at so great a salvation, I realized I needed to back up farther than that and look at so great a Savior. And then after I thought about so great a Savior, I realized I needed to go back to the beginning and deal with so great a sin. So we spent all of the time on the broadcast last week looking at so great a sin. In the book of Genesis, chapter number 3, chapter number 4, and chapter number 5, we spent our time looking at the effect of sin, the curse that God placed upon the animal kingdom, upon man, upon woman, upon the vegetable kingdom, upon the ground itself, and upon Satan, there in Genesis chapter number 3. And we learn that the wages of sin is death. When we come out of the garden in chapter number 3, we find the birth of the first baby. We looked at Cain and then Abel. As those two babies were born into the family of Adam and Eve. And I'm sure Eve never dreamed that as she looked at Cain playing with him as a little boy, that she was playing with the one that would become the first murderer. And as she watched the boys play together, I don't think she would have ever imagined that the wages of her sin would mean that one day her older son Cain would rise up against her second son, Abel, and slay him. But when we come to Genesis chapter number 4, we found that that actually came to pass. Cain, the oldest son, slew Abel, the second. Then also we saw in the latter part of chapter number 4, there was another death there. Then we come to chapter number 5, and we just looked at the first obituary column down through the verses of chapter number 5. It names a man, tells about him bearing children, tells how long he lived, and then it climaxes every man in that chapter with the exception of Enoch with the three words, and he died. So we saw the awful sin, and the wages of it is death. Then we looked at Romans chapter number 5, and we saw how that the Word of God compared the first Adam, which was the Adam of the Garden of Eden, 
And the last Adam, as he's called in the word of God, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. And we saw by the disobedience of one, all men were made sinners. But we saw by the obedience of Christ, then many could be made righteous. And so we started looking at so great a Savior. And I want to just continue that study on the broadcast today. And we're going to look at several things about this person the Lord Jesus Christ, that makes him uniquely different from any other man. Let me say to you that Christ is not just another founder of religion, and he's not just a good man or a good teacher or a good person. Jesus Christ is God in the flesh. There is no other founder of religion that that statement can be made about him. But let me show you in the Word of God what the Bible says. In the book of John, chapter number 1, and in verse number 1, the Bible said, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Bible said in verse number 2, The same was in the beginning with God. Now notice again what verse 1 and 2 says. The Bible said in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. Notice that verb, the Word was God. The Bible does not say he was born of God, or he was likened unto God, or he was a son of God, but the Bible said that the Word was God. Then the Bible said in verse number 14, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So the Bible said in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the same Bible said, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now, if you're a student of the Word of God, you know that the part of the Godhead that was manifested was God the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. So when I go back to verse number one, I would not hurt the scriptures to read it in this manner. In the beginning was Christ, and Christ was with God, and Christ was God. The same Christ was in the beginning with God. And Christ was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So we see here the Lord Jesus Christ is uniquely different in the sense that he is not just a mere mortal man, but he is the God-man. He is God in flesh. As a matter of fact, in John chapter number 1, verse number 3, the Bible said, speaking of Christ, all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. So, my friend, Jesus Christ, 
is uniquely different from the founders of all other religions in the sense that every other man is just a human being, but Christ himself is God in the flesh. I want you to notice again what the Bible said in the book of Colossians, chapter number 1. The Bible said in verse number 13, Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom, speaking of his Son, and of course that's Jesus Christ, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Now listen to the description given by God in verse number 15 and the following verses. Here is God's description of his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible said, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or power, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him, that's in Christ, should all the fullness dwell. So this Bible teaches us that Jesus Christ was uniquely different from all other religious leaders in the sense that he is not a natural man as being the offspring of an earthly father and an earthly mother, but he is a son of God. He is the heavenly son of an earthly mother and the earthly son of a heavenly father. He lived before he was born and he lived after he was dead. There is none like him. He is uniquely different. Now, my plans were not to go into all of that on the study today, but Jesus Christ is different. He's not just another God, and he's not just the leader or the founder of another religion. Now, in the study of the Word of God, I want to point out to you the fact that Christ is uniquely different, first of all, in his supernatural birth, second, in his sinless life, thirdly, in his sacrificial death, fourthly, in his supernatural resurrection, fifth, in his superior priesthood, and sixth, he'll be uniquely different in his second coming. But again, I want to say to you, Christ is not just a good person. He is not just the founder of a group of religionists who formed together and called themselves Christians. No, my friend, he is God in the flesh. The Bible said in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter number 5 and verse number 19, the word of God said to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word 
of reconciliation. God was in Christ. The Bible said in the book of Hebrews, chapter number 1, verse number 7, And of the angels, he saith, who make of his angels spirits, and his ministers a flame of fire. But listen to verse number 8. But under the sun, he said, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. God the Father calls God the Son, God, here in this verse of Scripture. And then he said, verse number 10, And thou, Lord, in the beginning hath laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thine hand. They shall perish, but thou remainest. And they shall act old as doth a garment, and as a vesture shall thou fold them up, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. So God himself, in his word, identifies Jesus Christ as being God the Son. Again, I emphasize that is uniquely different. God spoke at his baptism. God spoke at other times, identifying him, this is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. So my friend, Jesus Christ is the great Savior, the only true and living Savior that there is. We'll continue to my the Lord willing. Father, take the word, use it to your glory. I pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white, it's harvest time. Well, I trust the broadcast was a blessing to you today. Let me remind you that Harvest Time is a listener-supported radio ministry, and I need to hear from a number of you. Would you pray for the radio ministry and then write to us and share with us in the financial burden of this radio work? Simply address that letter to Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you. Until the next broadcast. Oh,